Tring, tring. Hello? Good morning. May I speak to Dr. Richard Peelbeam, please? Yeah, he's speaking. Hi, my name is Sinclair, and I'm calling from what? Hello. <laughs> I'm calling from what, where, why, enemies of Bloodborne, episode 33. Oh, thank God. Yeah, Caleb told us that you have a snake parasite problem. I do. I have a real, real problem with snake parasites where I am right now. Yeah, so I just wanted to get some more information about the situation. All right. Thank you. So, Dr. Peelbeam, can you please tell me what is the snake parasite you're seeing? Well, it's mostly in my finger, but there's also some in my eye sockets. Right. Uh, basically, I woke up one day and my face was a mass of writhing tentacles. Mm -hmm. And then I, I went to reach for my medicine cabinet. But as I reached for it, one of my fingers turned into a snake and started biting it. Mm -hmm. I seem to have a colony of snakes living inside my body. It's causing me a degree of distress. <laughs> so, thank you. And do you see any <laughs> And do you see any similar thing happening to say your neighbors or Um no, but I am the only person in the area with with two arms the same length. <laughs> A lot of my my neighbors all seem to have asymmetrical limbs. They're turning into wolves. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, I I just seem to have the snakes living in my bloodstream. Okay, and uh, where where are you exactly? I'm in Forbidden Woods. We had a snake problem a while ago. There were two twins who had... <laughs> they were using a snake to dispose of dead bodies. And we thought we were hmm. done with that snake after a, a vermin issue that I also called you about. But ever since then, there just seems to be this, like... I don't know. I'm having this real issue with snakes growing in my blood. Right. Have you traveled anywhere recently? No, I'm not allowed to leave. Every time I, I try to get out of the woods, there's a skeleton <laughs> who starts uh, hissing about me needing to know a password. Uh, if it got in the other direction, there's Willem saying no one's allowed to leave. There's this really nice old beggar, though. He's giving me some pills that have helped. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you have any idea as to why this could be happening? Well, like I said a while ago, there were these uh, two brothers who had a very large snake that they were using for waste disposal purposes. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a result of the snake being used for those purposes, it developed uh, an infection in which its body was filled with writhing centipedes. And... Um, after it became filled with the writhing centipedes, they actually, unfortunately, did have to have it destroyed, which is a bit sad. Mm -hmm. But um, after that, uh, they left behind a whistle, and that whistling sound, I just feel compelled to make it sometimes. And when I do, uh, snakes just sort of manifest out of the ground. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to dispatch a couple of hunters to uh -huh. take care of your parasite problem. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, any yeah. any time. Thank you. All right. Well, um, do you have any questions for me before I leave? Uh, do, you, do you happen to know the password that opens the door? Because I'm really trying to get out of here, honestly. Yeah, yeah. The password is Ludwig Killed Maria. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye.
拜。Richie, I guess. Um. So now we're gonna do the episode properly. The snake parasites is something that they kind of changed up with the DLC because initially. The snakes really didn't have much of an explanation. It was just that in that Forbidden Woods area, the people are possessed by snakes that seem to live in their bodies. And we don't really ever find out why. I don't think we didn't necessarily need to find out why, but um, there was never an explanation given. And then the DLC changed it up a bit by adding the explanation about the Madaris twin snake and the Madaris whistle that sort of gave a little bit more explanation as to what was going on. So the deal with the snake parasites is if you look at the people who are carrying the parasites, they don't have weird yarnum anatomy. They have like their limbs are not asymmetrical. They're of sort of like normalish height, I think. Mm -hmm. um, the idea is that forbidden woods, because it's forbidden, they have not, being in contact with like the healing churches, like blood fuckery. <laughs> They're not technically, this is confusing because the game world is like people think of everywhere as Yarnum, but it's not. The Forbidden Woods isn't Yarnum. <laughs> so they're spared the curse. They're basically just normal people in Forbidden Woods. And they, again, it is confusing because they sort of reuse the Yarnumite models in a bunch of places. But the point is, the people carrying the snake parasites are not Yarnumites. And okay. if you look at them, um, if you look at the Madaris Whistle, the Madaris Whistle is the thing that summons the snake, which they add in the DLC. It's an arcane item in that you need arcane to use it, but it scales with blood tinge. So what it's saying is, like, the better your blood, the stronger this thing is. So putting it together, it's like, okay, the people in Forbidden Woods must have decently pure blood because they haven't had the healing church mess with them yet and that's probably why the snakes are possessing them because the snakes must be attracted to people whose blood is very pure which is why the whistle scales with blood tinge rather than arcane or something like that so what's going on is that the madaris twin snake was used as a way to dispose of dead beasts. Because remember, there are dead. The, they were part of the league. They went around hunting beasts. They still hunt beasts in Forbidden Woods. If you look at it, it mentions like the the um, the villagers would carry out what they called forbidden research. Like they would look at stuff and like they would catch beasts and take them apart. And Willem was saying, well, not necessarily Willem, but like someone was saying, hey, cut it out. I think it was probably Willem was warning them against doing it. Um. Madaris twins were part of that and they would feed their dead beast to their big snake. And the problem is that like, cause the beasts were full of vermin, the snake became full of vermin and the snake died, but it specifies like, ah, oh, but the snake, because it was full of vermin, instead of just dying, it went to the nightmare. And because it's in, presumably what's happening is because the snake is in the nightmare, um, it must be able to manifest through people's blood, like it's haunting the area. 
which sort of makes sense considering all things considered that like the snake is like somewhere in forbidden woods it's trying to get back into the into the waking world via the blood of the people in forbidden woods and it's kind of working because the blood of the people in forbidden woods is not as tainted and corrupted as the yarnamite blood it's not dirty like theirs is Mm-hmm. So it's very pure, so the snake can manifest. So that's presumably like what's going on with the snakes in Forbidden Woods. Uh, it's that. And the whistling thing. We talked about yeah. this. We actually I mentioned yeah. this on a stream, and you're like, well, you talk about the podcast. Because I thought <laughs> I thought we had, that's my impression of you. I thought we had. So I, there's, I'm pretty sure we talked about this, yeah, yeah. what you're about so, to say about the whistling. Yeah, one of the 400 episodes we've done. So there's a <laughs> We weren't sure what the deal with the whistling was for ages, because what will happen is the snake parasite people will sometimes whistle, and when they whistle, that will summon a whole lot of additional snakes out of the ground. So what that likely is, is there is a Japanese idiom that is just like, it's um, it translates literally to don't whistle at night or snakes will come out. Mm-hmm. And it basically means like don't make too much noise when you're out on your own at night because it will alert like dangerous people. So it's like snakes, as in like you know unsavory people will find you, like you know thieves and people like that. So what what they're doing with the snake people whistling is just it's like a little joke. It's like getting that idiom and making it literal by saying, oh, okay, in Forbidden Woods, if you whistle, literally snakes do come out. So that's that's where the whistling is from. It's like not some big deal. Like, oh, what did it mean? It's just like a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Okay, thank you. And where are the snake parasites? They're in forbidden woods, and Hopefully. nowhere else. Nope, they're never anywhere nope. else. Well, I mean, if you go outside, out of bounds in the map. There's one mm-hmm. that's in the lecture hall that's never loaded, but it's, like, underground. Interesting. We're talking about the snake parasites. We're not talking... Like, the balls of snakes are different. Those are in the hinter tombs as well. So just so nobody's confused, there is a snake parasite and there is a snake ball. Yeah, they're different right? things. Yes. So could you describe the two? So the snake parasite is a person whose body... They're, like, roughly humanoid, but they have a bag over their head and Underneath the bag, you can see everything is writhing around. And then when they are, um, when they're about to attack you, they will grab their head and start like sort of spasming, and then snakes will burst out of their head. It's like they—they—it's sort of like a Medusa thing. Like their head just becomes this massive writhing snakes, and they will try to grab you and bite you and inflict a ton of poison. The other thing is that. They will sometimes they'll just put their hand out, and it's kind of like the auger of Ibriatus. A snake will just shoot out of the palm of their hand at you. Those are the two direct means of attack they have. They also will hit you. Um, no, they will also summon snakes out of the ground, which we talked about with the don't whistle at night thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. The snake ball is different. That is literally, those are the, literally, they're just the snakes in balls that writhe around the woods. Yeah. Those are the snake balls, but not the snake parasites. All right. Thank you. 
Um, and why are the snake parasites? We talked about that. It's like the Madaris twin snake. Mm-hmm. Maybe like all the snakes of Forbidden Woods that died eating beasts or something. They're like in the nightmare. And they can, they're just trying to like return to the waking world. Yeah. Yeah. You know Lyme disease? I'd say it's more like the brain sucker or something where it's just like you've messed around with this eldritch knowledge. It's got literally inside your brain and now there's stuff growing in there. Oh, that's a good analogy. Whereas the brain sucker is something that's more, I guess, enlightened and like eating yeah. inside. Yeah. This is more, this is less, this is more beastly. Well, no, it's not, point is it's not beastly because the people of Forbidden Woods don't have the beast affliction. Well, they have the snake affliction. Yeah, but they're not a beast. Aren't some of them, though, Yarnamite looking? Yeah, it's it's confusing. The regular people in Forbidden Woods, the normal people, use the Yarnamite model. They have a different texture, but it's the Yarnamite model. But the um, the ones who have the parasite don't use that model. Mm-hmm. So, the, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on, go on. Yeah, so the, the parasite is only possessing people who don't have Yarnamite, like, don't presumably have, like, more pure blood that the Healing Church haven't messed with yet. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is my point about the control group. The reason we can't use Forbidden Woods as a control group is because they have their own problem. They have their own snake parasites yeah. already going on, Yeah, you know? The, that's why. That's yeah. just part of why. Also, it's a completely different city. You want to pick people from the same place type deal. Yeah, you know? and I'm what, what I'm what I'm trying to tell you is that we don't live in a perfect world, and <laughs> the closest thing we have to a control group is Forbidden Woods. No, it's not though, because they already have the parasite problem. So it's like they're already with like something is going on there already. You know, they're not a. Yeah. Yeah, if, but- if you know what, if Forbidden Woods didn't have a snake problem, then we talk. But uh, they do. Oh, little guys have a snake problem. Yeah. Where would you suggest we use as the control group then, Fumaru? There's no control group. Yeah. Lawrence ruined everything. Local man ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, we'd have a control group if Lawrence did things properly, where he was like, "Hello, Yarnamites, join my study." I will take 100 participants. I will randomize them into two groups of 50. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them will get the old blood or whatever, slugs, whatever he was injecting. The other one will get a placebo. Yeah. He probably said he was going to do that. That's on his application form and he's just trying to avoid the audit. Yeah. He says he's going to do that and then his notes are just like a really crude <laughs> drawing of a person with him shoving a slug in their brain. <laughs> <laughs> And then equals question mark. (laughs) (laughs) That was What, Where, Why, Enemies of Bloodborne, episode 33, Snake Parasites. Woo! That's it? Any, uh... Do you have anything to say? I mean, I guess in the outro, you have to sum up what you learned from today's episode. What did you learn, Richie? What did you learn? Well, I mean, we already talked about all these things in the past. Great. (laughs) (laughs) 
This is another part of like Lawrence's like, hey, we need you to write a reflection on your on your work. You already <laughs> knew everything. <laughs> Smug emoji. 